Welcome to Life Talk, a series of thought-provoking podcasts specifically developed to thoroughly enrapture, dynamically expand, and potentially enrich your life by challenging your heart. And now, here's Craig. Well, success. And I would suggest that how we define success defines us. It'd be pretty safe to say that all of us want to be successful. We're not stagnant creatures just milling about and burning time until we all drop dead. There's something more intentional about us, something that responds to challenges and has a natural inclination to set goals, whether we actually achieve them or not. We have a need to have a purpose, something that defines us as more than carbon-based life forms going through a series of meaningless motions on our way to the grave. We have a need to achieve, to conquer, to rise to great heights and soar. It seems that being alive is not enough to justify our existence or lend value to that existence. Rather, we have to make our mark and leave a timeless legacy that shouts that we are more than simply people who lived out our days. Now, this need to justify our existence naturally and most predominantly results in the need to succeed in some way. Well, to do that, we have to define success. How do we know if we've succeeded? What will give us a sense that we've accomplished something? How how will we determine how far we've come or how far we've yet to go? Did we do it right or did we do it wrong? Well, to answer those questions, we've got to define what success is. Otherwise, we have no yardstick that we can use in order to determine our progress or lack thereof. So how do we define success? You know, I think for most of us, the problem is not in succeeding. The real issue is in how we define success. But whatever that definition, it's extremely powerful. Our definition of success, whatever that might be, has power beyond our recognition and it has implications for us that in large part never even dawn on us. How we define success will define what we do and how we do it. Our definition of success will quite literally direct the whole of our energies. And so whatever our definition of success, it will be the thing that drives us, that determines where our energies are invested, how our resources are expended, what risks we will take, exactly what we're going to be willing to sacrifice, and the degree to which we've achieved or failed. Our definition of success becomes the yardstick by which we measure both what we do and ultimately what we're worth. It can become the idol at whose feet we bow and to which the whole of our lives and our energies are sacrificially expended. It becomes the focal point of what we do. Therefore, our definition of success becomes terribly critical. You know, I think our definition of success defines our value. Our definition of success is driven by whatever our ultimate goal is. There are tons of goals that we could sort through and sift through and discuss and evaluate and weigh out. However, at the core of each goal, there's typically one central goal that defines all the other goals. And that fundamental goal is to have a sense that our lives have value. Whatever our goals are and whatever they look like, it's likely that their main objective and their core purpose is to convince ourselves that we have value. 
It's entirely imperative that we see ourselves as having value, as value justifies our existence and validates that we're worth the space we're taking up. Having a sense of value is core to our humanity because without it, we feel empty, hollow, entirely lost, and totally unworthy. And so value is indispensable. And the way that we convince ourselves that we have value is by convincing others that we have value. It's, it's a kind of self-inflicted sales job where we get others to believe that we have value, which in turn convinces us that we have values because until others see it in us, we can't possibly believe that we have it. And because that's frequently the case, as sad as that might be, our definition of success is built on and around doing something that others will look at in awe or reverence or be driven to emulate or hold in high esteem or find praiseworthy because it's all so mesmerizing and grand. Once others grant it value, we grant it value. And when we grant it value, we grant ourselves value because now we've got proof. And so our definition of success, whatever that is, has to incessantly generate outcomes that people will value so that we can stuff ourselves full of that stuff sufficiently enough in order to feel that we have value. And so maybe we need a better definition of success. A definition of success is not so much about success as it is standards. It's not so much about accolades as much as it's about authenticity. It's not about strategy. It's about sanctity. It's not about where one wants to go. It's about living well right where we are. It's not about what one does, but who one is. Success is based on how we choose to live, which dictates what we choose to do, not the other way around. Success is the maintenance of virtue and the lifelong refining of a right heart when the world around us sees no value in either or anything else admirable for that matter. Success is a commitment to an unwavering morality for the sole purpose of morality and not for any applause that such a stance might obtain for us. As Albert Einstein put it, try not to become a man of success, but rather try to become a man of value. Success is living and dying with that legacy in our wake. It's not about how many people witnessed our living well or how many can attest to it at the end. It's simply that we were those things, whether they were displayed in front of masses of people or lived out in the greater testing ground of isolation where no one sees but us and God. Success is a life lived well, regardless of how many trophies or certificates or promotions or contracts we got in the process of living. The marks of real success can't be hung on a wall or deposited in a bank account or used as leverage to achieve a career. Those things are more the stuff of achievement, which are good, but they're not necessarily success. It's not that achieving things or diligently working for those kinds of things is bad. They're not. It's simply that they're not the hallmark of the kind of success that shapes lives, that transforms people, that rocks cultures that calls others to higher ground and boldly exhibits something that's far beyond the tiny confines of our human existence and something more of the character and essence of who God created us to be. Look, success is right living, exuberantly virtuous living, mindful living, and selfless living 
that all combine to result in a bold living that can be stunning. And it's all lived out without wondering how many brownie points we're going to amass by living that way or how good it's all going to look to everyone around us. It's just living with brazen integrity for the sake of living that way and nothing more. And all of that is success. So maybe we need to make an adjustment. You know, our culture ties success to achievement as defined as worthy and worthwhile in and by our culture. Yet real success is a life well-lived regardless of the achievements or lack thereof that might be a part of that kind of living. Live right. Live well. Live with integrity. Be guided by a strong morality. Be a stand-up person in a world that's too often standing down. That's success. That's worth living and dying for. Redefine success for yourself and then go live it. Thank you for joining us for Life Talk. For further information or additional resources, please visit www.craiglpc.com.